0: Welcome to R, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is R slash Entitled Parents, where OP has an encounter with an entitled Karen in a restaurant. Will I be the butthole if I refuse to go to my daughter's wedding because my wife isn't invited? I never wanted children. I was always careful, always wore a condom, but somehow I ended up getting my ex pregnant. I begged her to abort or to consider adoption, but she wanted to keep the pregnancy. We ended up moving in together, and I met my wife around the same time. We were in the same friends group, and I was instantly very attracted to her. I guess people would call it an emotional affair. I told her my problems, and she was supportive, and she believed that if a woman could abort, a man should have the right to walk away. My ex gave birth to twins, and I stayed for the first six months, but honestly, I just didn't love them. I didn't want to be a father. The feelings weren't there, and I was becoming very depressed. I hated my life, and I think if I stayed, I would have ended up severely depressed or an alcoholic. My wife graduated around that time and was moving back to California. We were in New York, so this was across the country. She said that I should come with her and start over. She said something that really stuck with me, about how if I don't walk away now, I can't do it in five years. And right now is the moment to hurt my kids the least. I told my ex that it wasn't working, and I didn't want to be a dad. I moved to California and married my wife, but I paid all of my child support, paid for their education, extracurriculars, etc. When the twins were 18, they wanted to meet me, and I felt ready. My son and I built a good relationship, but my daughter hates my wife. She wants her to apologize for telling me it was alright to leave, which obviously, even if she did say that, I made the decision. My daughter's getting married and recently said my wife isn't invited. I told her that's incredibly disrespectful and you can't invite half a couple. She said that my wife is selfish and evil and just said those things so I'd move in with her. I fully paid for this wedding, which I probably wouldn't have if I knew this ahead of time, but I told her that I will not publicly disrespect my wife. Am I the butthole for bringing a baby to class? For context, my university is completely online. I'm male and 20 years old. Okay, last week a family emergency happened, and it required my aunt and uncle to leave their house late at night. I live close to them, and they have a baby that's less than a year old. So they called my parents to tell them about the emergency and then called me. They asked if I could come back into their house, take care of their baby until they came back, and I was down with that. I'd taken care of babies before, so this was nothing new to me. I took my stuff and drove to their house to watch after my little cousin. Now, by the time my morning class is about to start, my aunt and uncle still haven't shown up yet, which was expected. And I had my baby cousin in my lap while I was setting up my laptop for my morning classes and my cousin falls asleep. And I'm like, okay, I can deal with this. A sleeping baby is the best kind of baby. Do not move them. Now, here's the problem. I had a presentation to do, and so my video is off as I'm preparing to give it, and the professor goes, OP, please turn on your camera. I say, uh, I have a sleeping baby right now, so is that okay with you? A sleeping baby? Yeah, there was a family emergency, so my cousin's asleep on me right now. Um, I don't want to say the details in class, but I can email you after class and supply any proof you need. It's fine, please turn on your camera. So I do and my cousin is asleep and I give the entire presentation and I'm really proud of how it went because I think I did really well and I answer all questions and my cousin doesn't wake up like this is the best case scenario. Well last night I got my grade for my powerpoint along with an email from my professor that says that she marked me down because she felt like the baby was there as a pity prop and I was attempting to gain sympathy and if I hadn't had the baby the grade would have been higher. So, was I the butthole for showing up with a baby? I didn't think about the pity aspect. Wow, OP, you should thank your professor for giving you written proof of her misconduct. (laughs) She said that to you in an email? How dumb can she be? No, OP, you did nothing wrong. Your professor, on the other hand, absolutely violated some of your university's rules, I'm certain. What she did was unprofessional at least, and unethical and discriminatory at worst. So yeah, I'd forward this email to the head of your department and file some sort of complaint because what she did was a major butthole move. I'm giving her a two out of five buttholes and you zero out of five buttholes. Am I the butthole for taking my ex-girlfriend off of my insurance policy to force her to give me full custody of my daughter? Me and my ex-girlfriend Haley have a 15-year-old daughter named Elle. I genuinely don't know if I was right to do what I did. Around four years ago, Haley had a very bad accident that ended with her being wheelchair bound. This caused her to develop a lot of resentment towards me. She would get angry if I worked out or played any sports. So, I stopped doing anything physical, mostly. We tried counseling for a year and things didn't improve. In the end, we broke up. Ever since Elle was born, I took out private insurance for me, Elle, and Haley. This helped out a lot after she had her accident. Post-breakup, I still kept her on my insurance because she couldn't find any work, and I knew if I dropped her from the insurance, she wouldn't be able to afford any treatments. It's been two years since then. We have 50-50 custody, so I don't pay child support. In the beginning, I kept a very keen eye to make sure that she didn't resent Elle like she resented me. She didn't, so I relaxed. She's still on my insurance because she's not able to find a job except for welfare. I wanted both Haley and Elle to be well, so I kept the insurance. Half a year ago when Elle came to stay, I noticed that she was very depressed and had gotten very fat compared to before. Nothing overweight, but Elle does ballet and I've never seen her put on that much weight. It turns out that Haley forbade Elle from doing ballet because according to Haley, she used to do ballet and Elle is just trying to rub it in her face. The same goes for any physical activities like sports or exercising. With a quarantine, it must have been hell to live like that. Elle pretty much broke down and said that for the past few months, things have been escalating to the point that she's scared to walk inside of her own house. She just stays in her room and comes out only to eat. Elle begged me to go to court so that I can get full custody. Elle is at an age where her opinion matters in court, but it's almost impossible to get 100% custody in my estate unless I can prove incompetency, according to my lawyer. So I dropped Haley from my insurance. Elle was supposed to stay with me for the next six months. Haley couldn't get a job. She wiped out her savings and she had to pay for all of her treatments. It was getting to the point that she couldn't even afford to get basic things for herself, let alone Elle. I also applied for sole custody. Given Haley's financial situation and the pandemic and Elle's preference, the judge gave me full custody with supervised visitation for Haley. Haley didn't have a good representation in court due to her financial situation. Also, there's a pandemic going on. I left an already vulnerable person without any medical insurance. I know I did what I had to do to protect my child, but I did so by taking advantage of the medical expenses of a disabled woman. Ella's happy. Haley obviously thinks that I'm a manipulative bastard. Everyone seems to have mixed opinions. Am I the butthole here? Down in the comments, I'm going to read this post from Fluffy Fire Angel. As a disabled person myself, experiencing similar internal jealousies when I see people do things that I used to be able to do, you are so not the butthole. At all. Not even a little. You saved your daughter, plain and simple. You saved her life. You saved her mental health. And you save the relationship with the person who should mean the most to you in the world. Good on you. Yeah, I think I agree. I mean, I definitely feel sorry for what happened to your wife, but that doesn't give her an excuse to treat your daughter like trash. Being in a wheelchair doesn't excuse emotional abuse. Am I the butthole for giving my son a bill for half of his expenses? My 17-year-old son asked me for a new gaming system, and I said no because he already has plenty of gaming systems and games and doesn't need more. If he wants one, he can save up and buy one. He then comes to me with a budget on how we can afford the system. It it was mostly just that if I buy nothing myself for two months, we'll have enough for the system. I told him hell no, that's offensive, and if he wants a system, he has to save up for it. Then he comes back with another budget. He and his father calculated how much I've been paid in child support over the years and they decided it would be a good idea to let me know how little a drop in the bucket the gaming system would be. I told him that I spend that on his expenses every month, but he didn't believe me. So I told my son that if he doesn't think so, he can pay me for his expenses every month and I'll give him the child support. Surprise, surprise, when I gave him the bill, it showed that when you factor in all the things I pay for in a month, it's much, much more than child support. Child support doesn't even cover 30%. Now my ex is yelling at me for making our son feel like an expensive burden, but I think I was teaching him a lesson about money and unteaching him some of what my ex says about support. Am I the butthole for giving him a bill? Nah, OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes, and the two men in your life are acting more like spoiled little boys. Your ex seems to think that it's okay if he spends a small percentage of his income on child support, but you, on the other hand, owe your entire income to your child. It's a complete double standard, and your ex doesn't have a leg to stand on. Also, your son is 17. If he wants a new gaming console, he can go get a job and buy one. When I was 17, my parents refused to sign up for a faster internet speed and it pissed me off. So I was like, screw this. I'm just gonna get a job and pay for internet myself. Am I the butthole for refusing to return a tip and telling a couple that I don't have time to play mediator? I'm a 22-year-old female waitress at Texas Roadhouse. This is one of my two jobs to put myself through college. Most days are fine, but other days are a living hell. Yesterday, I was assigned a table that had a daughter, wife, and what appeared to be a teenage daughter, maybe 17 years old. Everything was going smooth at first, and the wife ordered a margarita. The husband then tried ordering a beer. The wife instantly lost her noodle and said, Uh, no, he will not have a beer. He will have a water. She then turned to him and said something along the lines of him not needing to drink because he was driving. He said no, the daughter could drive. It was childish. Anyways, he keeps telling me he wants a beer. She keeps telling me no. In this industry, situations like this are a lose-lose for waitresses. If I get him the beer, the wife won't tip. If I don't get him the beer, he won't tip. I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. So while they were arguing at me, I said, listen, I really don't have time to play mediator here. They went silent. I went and got both of them their alcohol. The daughter gives me an apologetic look upon my return, presumably because her mother was acting crazy seeing me bring a beer. Fast forward to add for their meals. The husband has had two beers at this point. The wife has stopped drinking and glares at me every time I return. The wife and daughter go to the car while the husband pays. The husband drops me a $40 tip on a $68 tab. I told him I couldn't accept it. He insisted. Eventually, I pocketed it. The wife comes in an hour or so later demanding that I give her the $40 her husband gave me, stating that I was a terrible host and went against her and I don't deserve a tip. She got my manager involved who said, She's not obligated to give you her tip. You left the restaurant and the tip's already been processed. Have a nice night. She was fuming, screaming at me about how much of a butthole I was for supplying her husband alcohol after she said no. Other guests started chiming in saying that she was being ignorant and that I was doing my job, which is to provide guests with what they want and said that it wasn't my fault that she has a controlling wife. She storms out. Given the fact that I was put on the spot like that, I feel insanely guilty. Am I the butthole? OP, please don't let this Karen get to you. I mean, no offense, but I would have imagined that a waitress would be a seasoned veteran in dealing with Karens. The other patrons are right. She's a controlling, overbearing wife, and you didn't do anything wrong. But can we, get, can we get an F down in the comments for this husband and daughter? Because man, if this lady flips out this much over her husband ordering two beers, then I hate to think about what she does when they actually do something wrong to that 17-year-old daughter out there, or the husband for that matter. If you happen to be watching this video, then I'd like to introduce you to R entitled parents. I have a sneaking suspicion that you have some incredible stories to share. Am I the butthole for telling my roommate that the name she chose for her baby is ridiculously stupid? My 24-year-old roommate is a big Game of Thrones fan. She's pregnant with her first child now, and she decided to name her baby Arya. When she asked my opinion of this name, I said it was a good name with a good meaning. Arya means noble in Sanskrit but a lot of people have named their kids Arya or Khaleesi or Sansa because of the popularity of Game of Thrones and it might be a little too common not that that's a bad thing the next day which was yesterday she said she'd found a way to name her baby Arya and not have it be associated with the other Aryas running around or the show how <laughs> she said she wanted to spell it Arya so for the people who are listening but not watching let me break this down for you That's spelled A-U-G-H-R-E-I-G-H-Y-A-H. I did a double take reading that word too, but apparently people are supposed to read it as Aria. She asked me how I felt about that, and I told her that, frankly, her spelling of Aria looks ridiculously stupid, and she should just go with the normal spelling of Aria. She got kind of upset, and said that she and her partner came up with this only because I told them that the name was very common. I said that it's better having a common name than a confusing name. Am I the butthole? No, OP, you're not the butthole. They asked for your opinion and you gave it. Besides, if she really wants to give Arya unique spelling, then why not go with something simple like A-R-I-A? Also, people down in the comments pointed out how easy it is for other kids to make fun of this name. Arya, as in, are you stupid? Are you blind? Are you even capable of spelling your own name? If your roommate names her kid Arya, then there's a good chance that when that little girl becomes a teenager, she's going to go through the a girl has no name phase. That was our slash Entitled Parents, and if you like this content, then check out my Patreon where I publish extra podcast episodes. Also, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.